and welcome to the Switzerland Meeting New Friends podcast, a podcast to bring people from all over the world together. My name is Sandra, I'm 100% Swiss cheese living in Switzerland. So this podcast episode is our first talk interview podcast and I'm so thankful that my first guest is Brachi. Um, we met in 2018 um, and now she's a big part of my life. She's such a lovely person with a great personality and original from India. And Ayurveda is her big passion. So I joined um, her cooking class and um, I could feel um, her passion, how she talks. Um, how she teaches um, Ayurveda, it's, it's really, really great. And I'm very, very thankful as well for her, all her support on my personal way and even for this podcast. So um, she's always here for me and uh, helping me. So um, as well, this podcast episode is for her to say thank you, Brachi, for all your support and um, helping me you are great and and yeah danke vielmal uh, yeah thank you so much so we did this talk on uh, zoom and um, she will uh, let us know about her life her passion and the expert experience in switzerland so take a rest listen to the lovely talk with brachi and see you soon good Hello, Brachi. Thank you for being here and um, my podcast with you and interview. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sandra, for inviting me. I'm really How happy doing this podcast with you. It's really okay. good. Great opportunity. <laughs> How are you, actually? Good. Good. The weather has been good, I can say, compared we're getting into autumn. So I'm preparing myself for the winter. But otherwise, yes, really, really good. Yeah. Perfect. Good. Um, this interview is all about uh, you, about your um, mm -hmm. passion, about your life, about your life here in Switzerland. Yeah, so um, let's start with it. And can you tell us about the person Brachi, actually? Okay, so let me, um, let me tell you how I came to Switzerland, maybe. So I was born and raised in India and I moved to Paris in 2003 and um, I studied fashion and I worked in costumes. So I worked in theater, which was, uh, which was an amazing experience. And, um, and then in 2012, I moved to Switzerland in the French part of Switzerland, uh, in Bulle, in the beautiful region of Gruyere. And, uh, content and um, in 2018 I came um, I came to Zug so end of uh, end of September and uh, so if I have to tell you more about myself it would be um, that I um, I love traveling and um, I guess that's what made me come also to France was it was a place where I almost knew no one and I couldn't sit down 
So for me, it was more like a challenge that pushed me to go there. And so when I came to Paris, it was all about learning French and um, and surviving. And then also it was amazing to 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 work um, in costumes because I learned so much about um, art and about uh, history, the European history, if I can say. And um, yeah, I think that was the most um, amazing part of my of my journey to Europe. And then. And, and um, yeah, and now I'm fluent in French. It's become my mother tongue almost. And so it's, it's great to, to be there. Yeah. Great. Thank you. And uh, actually, I didn't know that you um, actually, we have to tell. Uh, we met at the Gilby Meetup in 2018. Yeah. Now you're part of my life. Okay, now. And um, yeah, because I, I'm learning as well about you and I didn't know that you um, worked in a theater and all the stuff. Great, great. That's cool. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And uh, can you explain us our um, Ayurveda or just in simple words? So are you practicing Ayurveda or? Um... Yes. So I have my Ayurveda praxis in Bath. Um, it'll be difficult for me to explain Ayurveda in short, like you know, in simple words. But um, so Ayurveda is an Indian traditional uh, medicine that has been there for thousands of years. If you literally translate the word, it would mean um, the knowledge of life or the, or the science of life. So it basically just gives you um, it's, uh, guidelines about lifestyle, about diet, about how to conduct yourself morally. Um, so that you can live a healthy lifestyle, you know, and you can prevent diseases. And if if there is a disease, it's a medicine system, like a medical system, so it will um, also provide treatment. So, um, yeah, so that's what it is. It's just having that knowledge and really simple um, so that you can actually uh, lead a healthy life. That's what it is. Right. Um, so yeah. I'm not going to all the other details of explaining everything else, but I think in short, or you can just type online, people who are listening, if you type Ayurveda, you have so many, you know, so many websites and things explaining it too. So that will be easier. Of course. And I will uh, definitely uh, post my podcast um, episode or this podcast episode with, uh, on Instagram with your Instagram account and your uh, yes. Facebook account and that the website. That of course. Good what I do and also understand it yeah yeah and um actually what is what is your goal for Ayurveda why you're practicing this or um so my goal um with Ayurveda when I think of it um I would like to empower people with the knowledge that Ayurveda gives so and I want people to see that Ayurveda because Ayurveda is a lot known for its massages like most of the people when I talk to they'll say oh the massage you know so and I think I really want people to know all that Ayurveda can actually bring into their life, um, you know, using, the, it's just basic principles, you know, and how Ayurveda actually can be adapted to, um, to the country a person lives in, you know, so it's, it's got these basic principles that you can apply anywhere you live, according to your lifestyle, um, related to the region, you know, to the country where you live. Um, and to the, the food that's available around. 
So it's not because it comes from India that you have to follow a particular diet or lifestyle, but it's all about um, adapting that medicine to where you live and using what is available to you around you. you know? And I think mm, that's what I really want people to understand is just understand the basic principles and then just apply them. Because once you understand the principles of Ayurveda and if you use it in your daily life, then you really have a very healthy life. And it's very simple principles. And that's what I want people to know. It's not a science that's difficult to understand and it's not something that is complicated either. It's something so simple. And if everyone can have it, then everyone ha can you know, have access to a very healthy Great. And um, you told us um, that your first, you were in, um, uh, in India? in Paris, yeah. then in, in the French part, and yeah. now here in the Canton Zug. Yeah. Um, so what, is, what was, was the reason to travel to Switzerland or just like to work? Or what was the reason to do? So the main reason actually was it was my husband. Uh, there was a head hunter who contacted him in Paris and then, you know, he proposed Switzerland. Switzerland was never on our list of countries that we said we'll ever go live um, but it happened and then um, it was hilarious because it was the time when it was the year that we were getting married and uh, right during our wedding time that this was happening <laughs> that uh, you know it got finalized and we said oh you know we're just getting married so yeah let's let's change the country we can give Switzerland you know a chance like let's live there for a couple of years and see how we feel and we actually loved it so you know we here <laughs> Great. So, and um, can you tell us that actually the difference? Because you know, I am Swiss. I always lived here actually three uh, months in Vancouver, Canada. But I don't know the difference about uh, what is the difference in the life in in France or in um, India compared to here now in Switzerland. Um. Well, there, I mean, for me, in terms of difference, if I could say one big difference for me is just this. Um, it's just the fact that I can spend so much time out in the nature. You know, that I think is just amazing. I'm always surrounded by this natural beauty, you know, that is, that is there. I mean, and I also, even when I was working in Switzerland, I felt the world was just exceptional. You know, it was really, really great. And um, I think for me, that was the major, that's the major difference. And of course, you know, the fact that um, uh, everything is well organized and I like that. I, I actually appreciate it, you know, which is, uh, which is amazing because I know when you have an appointment, it's always on time, <laughs> you know, it's not late. And for me, that's very important. So I really, um, I really like that. That's the huge, for me, the huge difference here was just this being so close to nature because when um, when I was living in Paris or, you know, uh, yeah, if you go out, you're going out maybe to a museum or you're going for dinner or something. And, you know, I wasn't like really going out in the nature for hiking or, or not that much. And I think very rarely, I would say, at least in my case. But since I've moved here, I am outside all the time, you know, like all weekends or you're always as soon, uh, you know, you're always saying, I just want to go for a short walk in the forest or, uh, yeah, this connection is just amazing. For, for me, at least, it's the most important thing. Great. Uh, that's 
that's nice that you like the nature and all. Yeah, I, I actually I love the nature as well. So I can really feel what you feel. And actually, what was hard when you moved to Switzerland? I think what was hard and still hard for me is the the variety of different types of foods that I can find. You know, like variety, food varieties, like coming from different countries or things like that. I think restaurants and all of that, especially I feel, at least for me personally, in Zug, that's something I have difficulty like finding. Um, so for me, it's that's what actually I am finding <laughs> most difficult. But challenges such from moving from Paris to Switzerland wasn't, of course, the language. Yes, the language is, I mean, if I if I put aside the food part, it's because I'm a foodie, so I'm always looking like, oh, where can I eat the delicious food? But besides that, it's, um, I would say it's the language, which is hard, but, you know, it's a question of also making an effort. I know that I put in a lot of effort to learn French, and I think that's all I also need to do now. I'm just not being very regular and, you know, uh, uh, being able to find the time. But yes, I think the, the language is maybe the biggest uh, challenge for me right now, because I always feel when you move to a place, uh, learning a language is extremely important to integrate and, and to also enjoy. You know, I saw it when I learned French, how much difference it made to my life. I mean, I loved living in Paris because of that because I could then easily access, uh, you know, let's say plays or even movies or, you know, books. And um, so, yes, so I think language is my biggest challenge and I hope that I will get there someday <laughs> sooner. <laughs> yeah. So great, so great. But uh, another question is, uh, what can the Swiss citizen learn from you? Oh, um, I don't know what they can learn, but I what I think I, I feel I, we miss maybe in Switzerland is the part of the spontaneity, you know, like just being spontaneous for everything. Because I like to be just able to call a friend and say, oh, let's meet or just go for, um, I don't know, just be able to um, do things spontaneously. I think maybe that could be something. Otherwise, I have. Honestly, I don't know what the Swiss can really learn from me as such. Maybe I'll read that, yes. <laughs> I think that's something that they can learn from me. That would be something I would love to, you know, teach. Yeah. That's what I oh, so good. But yeah, spontaneous, it's really something we have to learn. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, another question is, actually, what can the expats, like another expat, learn from you? Um, the expats, I think... For me, um, I think that we can learn actually from, uh, like, uh, learn a lot from each other. And I think it'll just depends, you know, where we come from, what our experiences are. So um, I think more than them learning from me, I think it's always an exchange. So you're always learning anytime you meet someone new. So I think it's all about learning from each other. And that's what I find amazing in here in Zoom is this expat community and you learn so much from each other. So. Yeah, definitely. And as well for me, I'm doing meetups, but actually in the end I learn so much from, or we learn so much from each other. We are all human beings and Absolutely. we are all actually the same and learn from each other. Yeah, um, meetup meet is for me something as well to, to learn like now, in, in your, I 
I met you and I learned so much other things like I read and all the stuff but I'm super super happy and now um actually we met I told you again um we met in 2018 at the Hilby. The Hilby is a year market in uh, in Switzerland called it's in you know summer time genau and what was actually the reason to participate and joined actually in my life <laughs> really glad. I must say I'm really glad I did that I'm so glad that I came for your meetup at that point um, well the reason was you know nothing exceptional simple you come to a new city you have to make the effort to go out and make new friends and meet people you know and that was what I was doing and I thought that it was and your meetup is an amazing platform because we meet so many different people and that was the reason why I came for that meetup was you know wanting to meet and uh, you know I met so many amazing people and then I met you and it's uh, you know like you're saying you learn you've learned so much from me but I feel that I've learned so much from you about Zug and about you know the Swiss German and uh, the lovely podcast of Swiss German that you I've become a big fan of <laughs> so um, you know I mean it, it's it's amazing that that um, that meetup was um, was really 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 helpful Great, thank you so much. Um, and now, of course, I'm wondering which are have. Do you have favorite places in Switzerland, or e even the Canton Zug? How can you have a favorite place in Switzerland? This country is so beautiful everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. Everywhere I go, I'm like, oh, that is so pretty. Oh my God, that is so beautiful. Like, I lived in Gruyere. I love that Chateau de Gruyere. You know that part of it and. Um, you know, we used to go so often to Molaison, the, the, you know, to, to hike up in, in Molaison, the mountain out there. And then the um, uh, lake, Zug Lake, is so amazing. I spend so much time at um, that lake. I, I just love it. So, and every time we go hiking, we're always, you know, coming across and looking at the beauty. And, you know, it's, it's just impossible to, for me, it's impossible to pick a favorite place. In Switzerland, to be honest, I I can't. I think I just every time I travel around it, I really love almost every place that I go to. So I'm sorry, I can't give you like my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> or do you have like an inside tip where what the people have to see? Actually, I don't have an inside tip, but I can say that when you go to the Fribourg region, like in in around Buell and Fribourg. You have some amazing restaurants that are worth trying around in that because you have some places in small uh, villages and they just serve some of the, the, the most creative and delicious, uh, you know, food. So I would say yes, if, uh, if someone is going around in, in Fribourg or, yeah, in Fribourg Canton around Buell area or something like that, you can actually look up. Um, going to a lot of, you know, like just looking up the restaurants, you have an, it's, it's amazing. It is really, really good. So that's something I would say is uh, on my list. Like if I, I, I really enjoyed living in that area just also because we could find such amazing small restaurants, like uh, really, really amazing ones uh, in there. So that would be my, my tip. I mean, people can write to me and I could suggest, <laughs> I can't think of the names, um, I can't, but yeah, you could you could just message me or I could give it to you later on. 
Great, thank you, because I'm not that often in the west part of Switzerland, but great. Oh, it's a lovely place there. So, um, thank you for, uh, as well, the, the interview. I really loved it. And uh, for me, it was important that you give, that I give you a voice because you're doing a great job. And um, I hope, as, as well, you're a great person. And I hope oh, thank you. to get more success. Yeah, that's really like so. And and now the end. My end question is: Can you teach us three words in your mother tongue, or maybe in India language or in French um, language? Um. So the three words that I could in my so my mother tongue like is Marathi, but it's not something I'm very uh, fluent in. Um. You know what I could actually do when I think is that I could maybe give you uh, three words that I use the most in my university time with my friends. And one of the words was one of my cousins actually. Uh, you know, she 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 used it the first time. And when I was I was pretty young at that point, so it's not this one is not for my university. But I was just I just found it funny. And the word was T T M M, and in Marathi, it is tuza tu maza me, which means um, you pay yours and I'll pay mine. And <laughs> so, so, you know, I still remember the time that, that, that we were going out as kids in a, in a group and, you know, uh, to eat somewhere. And she said, so it's the TTMM policy. <laughs> and I was like, what is the TTMM policy? And it was this to the two mother me, and that's like you pay yours and I'll pay mine. So you know, make sure that you have your money. <laughs> like okay, so I I love that. I just love the expression of saying okay, it's a TTMM policy. So <laughs> you know, so that's like one word. Um, another one I could say would be uh, something I like using. You say like people I'm close to. Uh, back home or uh, you know your good friends you I would always say like you we say that a lot especially um, I think uh, you know in the north and also at least with my friends in the the city that I was with you know we would use oi you know you're like uh, instead of saying um, well, you can say hi but you can also call your friend I wouldn't like maybe if you're sitting next to me I'll just be like oi you know oi what are you doing oi <laughs> so that was something um, I would say. It doesn't um, really have any specific meaning as um, as such. Instead, you know, you just you can say use it to say hi, or you can use it literally to call someone. And um, the third one um, is again in the city where I did my university. Um, it's in the west, so it's in in Maharashtra. Um, that's the, the canton we can say. The word was uh, bindas, and bindas means being really carefree. Um, um, yeah, like not worrying about anything. So you would just use the word uh, bindas. Is I'm trying to uh, see how would I use that. Um, uh, okay, I need to check it because I don't. Uh, it's difficult for me to absolutely say how it be but um you know you you could 
someone could say, um, hey, how are you know, how are you doing? And you would be like, oh, Bindas, like, no, don't worry, you know, I'm okay. Or you can say, hey, how was how was your job interview? And you would also say, oh, it was Bindas, you know, it was it was cool. Um, yeah. So my if I would ask him, like my cousin used to use a lot, and if I would ever ask him, um, do, was it was this complicated? Do you understand this, or do you want to do something? And he would say, oh, Bindas. <laughs> so, okay, that's it. so. Yeah, I mean, people. I've heard it used in a lot of different uh, contexts and you know, in meetings. So, so these are kind of uh, three words. One more, which is really common, which I use, is saying "yar." "Yar" means like a friend, um, you know, or literally a friend. But you use it a lot, you know. In, in when I speak to my friends back home in India, I'm using that word quite a lot. And my friends would also use that word, yeah, all the time, yeah. Great. So I don't so, know if any words are helpful, um, yeah. <laughs> no, really. Uh, my no, favorite is TTMM. I think we should, that's, <laughs> that's my favorite. All the others, yeah, just there, but yeah, TTMM is like my, it, it just stuck to me so much. <laughs> So great. So you, you see, I learned something new and that's what I really like about podcasts and uh, the meetup. You, you're so great. Thank yeah. you so much for having you here. And what you want, do you want to say something in the end? What do you want to tell the, the people? Uh, I'm... I just want to say thank you to you first for um, you know doing this um, amazing podcast and also for creating that meetup. I think you have you're like really helping um, the expat community to come together. The ones who are coming, you know, we can easily find the meetups happening. So really, thank thank you for that. And um, so it's wonderful to be part of that group. And uh, and yes, I think that's all I want to say is just just thank you. And I want people to continue being in your meetup and listening to your podcast and uh, um, yes and I hope that this thing just goes really um, really big in a way that the expat community grows really um, in a huge way of helping each other uh, via different channels that's what I would say. so thank you again Brachi for the lovely interview and now for all the listeners, I hope you like the talk and have learned something from the interview. Check out her Instagram, Facebook and website in this info box. And uh, give a comment and a like on my Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. And yeah, see you soon. Danke vielmals. Tschüss zusammen. Yeah.